Hey guys, welcome back here to Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Rob. Um, and today we're going to be talking about, because we love Victoria and have so much stuff to share about it, we're going to be talking about all the different ways to get to Victoria. Um, so it's, you know, it's on an island, right? It's the southern tip of Vancouver Island. So yeah, you're going to have um, some planning to do before you get there. Um, which way do you want to talk about first? We've taken almost all of the different routes to get there yeah that i can think of i think i think my favorite way to get there is by seaplane i would agree yeah so (laughs) flying we use we use kenmore air out of uh, like union in seattle um and flew in via seaplane it was what maybe a 30 minute flight i think it was like a 45 minute flight okay 30 45 minute flight um and but it's beautiful the whole way and i think that our plane sat like maybe eight people mm-hmm. and um it was amazing to just fly in and land um on the water in the inner harbor in victoria so it's just a great way to to get there and uh to enter um you know an international city yeah um and real quick if you didn't listen to our first episode about victoria the way that the city's laid out it's it's the main area is built around the inner harbor. So you've got your marina, you've got where the ferries come into, where the planes come into. And um, it's just, it's very pedestrian friendly. It, there's tons of hotels directly around there. So even though it seems weird to maybe fly in and walk off of a plane in your downtown, um, it's actually really easy because- That's how it works. Yeah, everybody, all the hotels have shuttles to pick you up from the air harbor. And yeah, I mean, it, if it's in your budget, to fly from either Seattle or Vancouver, actually, you know, right there on the north end of um, downtown Vancouver, you can also catch mm. a seaplane with um, Harbor Air uh, to Victoria. So that's another option if you are actually in Vancouver and want to pop over. But yeah, it's super easy because you just fly into downtown, walk off, hotel shuttle picks you up. It's like you flo- flew into any other city yeah. and didn't get a rental. Cool car. experience, customs easy. You get off the plane, just go right to your hotel. Check yeah. in and then go off exploring. Oh, I totally forgot about customs. Yeah, when you're coming from the United States, you do have to um, go through customs. So they'll talk to you about it when you're in Seattle. Um, but then when you're actually there, they've got a, the cutest little customs building that you have to walk into um, to be approved to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so make sure there's, there's our first big tip is make sure that if you are traveling by air or by boat because um, the different options that we're going to give you here, they're air or boat, uh, you have to have a passport. So the enhanced driver's license that we have available in Washington State um, or other states that border with Canada, um, that will not do if you're traveling by air or sea. So make sure you have an actual passport. Good times. Yep, good tip. Um, so that's seaplanes. I, I think something to really call out about... Um, flying into Victoria is the view the whole way. So, I mean, it's amazing from the water, but getting to see the Seattle area from the air and literally fly right past the Space Needle um, and then getting to fly over Whidbey Island and then mm-hmm. just the the bottom San Juan, the farther south San Juan Islands, it's gorgeous. Um, you don't realize how beautiful it is where we live until you do that. Yeah, it's amazing, especially I think of the when we were flying back uh, from Victoria back into Seattle, I think um, 
there was like around sunset, if I remember right, and uh, and just beautiful colors in the sky and yeah, sun on the clouds. It was amazing. And it's also fun when you fly over and you find your house. Yeah. <laughs> Which sea fly, seaplanes fly low enough that you get to do that. <laughs> um, all right. So the next next way to get up to Victoria is going to be again. We're 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 from Seattle, so we're talking mainly from the Seattle area. Um, the Victoria Clipper. It goes right from downtown Seattle, Pier 66, at the north end of the downtown waterfront. Um, yeah, gosh, it's, it's again, really convenient. Um, and why don't you tell us about the Clipper? Uh, well, it's um, it's a cool, but what would you call that? Is that like a... I think it is techni- a, technically uh, a catamaran. It is technically a catamaran? Yeah. Um, a high-speed boat. Um, and, uh, you know two different decks on there um and but a great way to to get up to victoria i liked the um the lounge area that we uh reserved camera was called so so there's three um, different classes of yeah three different classes you've got your your basic your economy that is on the bottom level um and it's not reserved seats or anything like that and then for uh, I don't think any of it's reserved seat. No, no. It's all open. It's yeah. just those three different classes. Yeah. So the next class up is the Vista class. And that is, that's what we have ridden both to and from Victoria. And you've got both tables in the middle um, that are underneath skylights. So it's nice and nice and bright, as well as um, chairs that recline pretty far with almost floor to ceiling windows near the back of the boat. And that's, that's where we sat um, on this last trip. It was awesome i loved those seats specifically because we were just like sailing along the water and then the third class of ticket is the comfort class and that has a private cabin and it it's not much different except that it comes with um complimentary coffee and tea that sort of thing um but yeah it's it's pretty cool well and um there's service too right so there's Mm -hmm. staff that comes around and um checks on you to see if you need any drinks or Mm -hmm. food and um, which is, is nice, especially when you have kids too and you don't want to get up and moving around. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be, uh, waited on, I guess. Yeah. I forgot that they do the, the specific table or seat service. That, mm-hmm. that is a nice feature. Um, ah, what was I going to say? I was going to say one more thing about, oh, when you are riding the clipper, if they come across a pod of whales, and this is one of the bonuses about taking a boat up to Vancouver Island instead of flying is, um, Along the clipper route, the resident orcas and other types of whales that come through Puget Sound, they tend to be in the ferry paths. So if that happens, they stop the boat and there is outdoor decks that people can go out on and you get to watch the orcas. And it's awesome. We got to do that. Um, We've seen them from a couple different boats, but our last trip up to Victoria on the clipper, we got to um, see the orcas. I thought it was really special. Oh, yeah. It's always special when you get to see orcas. Yeah. Um, so moving from the... Cl- um, what? Oh. I was just going to say, like, because we talked about, yeah, you can take the clipper out, but the experience of um, boarding the clipper, um, I felt, takes a while. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's actually talk about that. Yeah. Uh, um, so y- it's, it's like boarding a plane. <laughs> There's a lot of people. So unlike, uh, you know, when you're when you take the seaplane or we'll talk about the coho out of, uh, um, Port Angeles, but Seattle's popular. There's a lot of people in the city. A lot of people want to go to Victoria and the Clipper is packed. 
Um, so the the line uh, to wait to register, to get checked in, to check to bags, to check bags, to go through customs, allow yourself some time. It's not just a quick zip up, get in, get on the boat. Yeah, because they do a preliminary customs check there, and then you go through customs again once you're actually up in Victoria. Um, but yeah, so it is something you need to. When you book your tickets on the Victoria Clipper, they will give you instructions for um, starting your day off right and making sure you get there on time and where to go. You really need to follow those very closely because, yeah, it's um, you want to be able to pick your seat when you get onto the boat. And if you are at the end of that line for your boarding group, um, you're going to be pickings. bummed. Yeah, yeah, slim pickings. So, um, and then the other... I keep on, I, I have this thought that keeps on coming into my head. Oh, uh, with the Victoria Clipper, if you so desire, if you don't want to go and spend the night in Victoria, you can actually book day trips that go from Seattle in the morning, nice and early. Um, I think it's, gosh, what, an eight o'clock boat. Um, and then they return in the afternoon. So you get up to Victoria around like 10 a.m. And then you head back towards Seattle around 4.30. So you actually do get, you know, a good five, six hours up in the city. Um, and they can pair that up with a trip up to the Bouchard Gardens. We've actually got some links in the podcast show notes um, with some recommended tours that do that specifically going from Seattle up to Victoria just for the day. So just a good option. Um, since we mentioned the Black Ball Ferry, why don't we chat about that? Oh, do you mean the Coho? The Coho. So, yeah, there's a couple names for it. It's the company is called Blackball, mm-hmm. Blackball Ferries, and the boat that goes in between Port Angeles, Washington, which is on the Olympic Peninsula, it's where we live, um, up to Victoria. That is called the MV, MV Coho. Coho Motor Vehicle Ferry Coho. Um, it's pretty cool. I love. I love that it's when huge. You, when they first leave port. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but. There's a song recorded in like the 40s or 50s by Bing Crosby, and it talks about um, riding the Black Ball Ferry. <laughs> I think I did hear that just kind of as I was getting settled in. It's a really jaunty tune. Yeah. But yeah, so they play that at the start of your boat ride to remind you that you're having a vintage yeah. travel experience. <laughs> On the black ball ferry line up in Seattle Where the sunshine seldom shines Up in Seattle all the whistles go And the bells go And the ferry boats are chugging right along Right along All the people love And unlike the, cl- <laughs> unlike the Clippers, the Victoria Clipper is a passenger-only ferry um, Versus the MP Coho, as Bob mentioned, is a motor vehicle ferry So you can actually drive your car across and then end up driving over in Canada yeah, so it's um, with that, you know, then you just go through customs in your car. It's like a border crossing of any other sort. Um, so some things to note, though, about taking the coho is that, um, number one, there's there's not Wi-Fi in the boat, was there? Sure was, the whole entire way. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, maybe I just didn't have mine on. No, uh, I think you did. Huh, okay. But yes, there's Wi-Fi the whole entire way. Well, there you have it. There is Wi-Fi. Um, but also, pretty good cell service for a good portion of the crossing, I felt. So, I, well, so you were on Wi-Fi. I was, I was on Wi-Fi, and I had to take a, a work phone call, um, and so I was very thankful for the Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, there you go. 
different. <laughs> um, so yes, there is that sort of service. Um, there is a snack bar, not like a full meal service, um, and not quite a nice option. You can get a cheeseburger wrapped in that foil wrapper. That's true. You can. And you can get wine that's cheaper than beer. You can get wine that's cheaper than beer. Um, you can also get beer. Uh, and lots of snacks and cookies and things like that. Um, and then the big thing also to note if you're driving onto the Coho is that you can't stay in your car when you are crossing the Strait of Juan de Fuca. So that's the body of water that you cross from Port Angeles up to Victoria's the Strait. And um, the boat is, they lock the doors. <laughs> so you can't um, get out if you are down there and it's a safety thing. So yeah, when you board, you have to exit your car and go up top. And it can sometimes be quite the pinch to squeeze between cars because they really pack them in there like sardines. But that's okay. Yeah, I feel like it's great to have your car and drive across into Canada, but as um, a auto passenger, you will get the worst seats on the boat. Oh, it's true. So yeah, because everybody yeah. walks on first and gets their seats right away. Yeah, and you get what's left over. Yeah, the only time we've gotten good seats on the Coho was when we have walked on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that you can't find it, but it's just not. There's not great seats. So maybe a good little tip would be to be the first one in line. Either be the first one in line or have one person from your party be a walk-on passenger who gets onto the boat first and goes and saves you seats by a window. <laughs> and then the rest of your party walks up from the car. That is a great tip. And that's what we should do next time. So, um, but, and also it's another great way for whale watching is riding the coho. We've seen orcas and um, on our trip in, is that May? No, it was, it was last November. Um, we got pictures of um, gray whales from the Coho. So, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, what's next? You know, we haven't done it, like, from... So this next one is the BC Ferry System. And that goes from a place called... How do you say that? Swasson? That's what, that's what I'd say. Swasson. It starts with a T, but it has a bunch of S's and W's in it. Um, just one W. No, it, so it, I spelled it wrong right here where you're looking. So it is um, T-S-A-W-W-A-S-S-E-N. Okay. Swasson. Um, so the BC ferries go from Swasson, which is just south of Vancouver, and cuts across the Harrow Strait and pulls into Sydney, um, which is about a 25, 30-minute drive from um, downtown Victoria. So that's another option for you. Um, when you're doing that, because that is going Canada to Canada, if you drove across into Canada from the United States and you did that with an enhanced license versus a passport, you can drive onto the BC ferry um, without having a passport. So, because oh, you're already in Canada. Because you're already in Canada and you don't have to show passports. So, that is one way to get around that if you only have an enhanced license um, and don't have a passport. Crafty, beat the system. Um, yeah, so since we're talking about Sydney, that's that's on the um, eastern side of the southern tip of Vancouver Island. That's also where Washington State Ferries will go. So did you know that you can take the ferry from Washington to Vancouver Island? Yeah, we went from Port Angeles on the Coho. No, Washington State Ferry. Oh, Washington State Ferry. Yeah, I figured there was some roundabout way that you could do it. Yeah, so from Anacortes. It's probably multiple, yeah. 
Well, so there's one that goes directly from Anacortis, and then there's the actual like San Juan ferry system that goes Anacortis to what? Anacortis to Lopez to Orcas to Shaw to Deer yeah. to blah 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 blah. Like it hits all those different islands, and then ends in Sydney. Mm. So um, that is you can make reservations for that, and it is an auto ferry. So you could either walk onto it or drive onto it. If you're walking onto it, there isn't a ton to do um, once you're up in Sydney, BC. So um, we would recommend driving onto it, and that is gonna be more costly than the walk-on, but totally worth it for um, making sure that you have a great experience once you're actually up on the island. Yeah, I I will say it's great to have a car there in Victoria, just because of some of the sites that you wanna go off and see. Uh, like Bouchard Gardens mm-hmm. um, or uh, Crag Rock, Crag Rock, Craig de Rock. Rock. Cra- what is that? Craig de Rock. There you go. Okay, I can't make those sounds. Um, but um, but driving out there to some of the other places too, it's just nice to have a car. Yeah, and in fact, so if you are Beacon are, Hill Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but also like stuff like Beacon Hill Park, even even the castle, Craig de Rock Castle, is even walking distance from downtown. We just drove because it was cold and we could. Well, and we had the kids too. Yeah, yeah. But if you had a bike, I think everything's pretty Oh, bikeable. yeah, totally. Well, so with that though, um, so you've driven onto a boat and you've ended up in Sydney, BC, whether you're coming from Vancouver or from Anacortes. Um, between Sydney and Victoria, there are some really cool stops that you can make. So that's when you are going, you're, you actually drive past Bouchard Gardens and Brentwood Bay. Um, and right by there, there's also the Victoria Butterfly Gardens. It's actually super duper close to Bouchard. Um, that's a really, really cool place. I love, and this is a little bit off topic, but that's okay. It's our podcast. We can talk about what we want. Um, I really love the leaf cutter ant exhibit at the Victoria Butterfly Gardens. Mm, yeah, that's super, super cool. Super duper cool. And it just goes everywhere. And there's tarantulas and flamingos and butterflies and butterflies land on you and it's magical especially in the winter when you're cold really cool place and it's in between the sydney ferry terminals and downtown victoria so that's a bonus stop and then um we mentioned when we were talking in the um in our last podcast we were talking about biking around on um vancouver island in that southern area and one of the spots between Bouchard and downtown is um, Saanich. That's S-A-A-N-I-C-H, Saanich. And that's kind of like, it's the, the farmy area of Victoria. And it's, it's really beautiful. There are pumpkin patches and vineyards. Is that and- that winery, that great winery that we went to, sat in Saanich? Yeah, that was in Saanich. Um, and you know what? I can even tell you what that was called. You just got to give me yeah. a sec. Well, well, he's looking that up, you know, and we're talking about biking um, in the area. What's also great, too, is if you have your own bike that you want to bring over, you can definitely take your bikes on either the um, Coho, um, so out of Port Angeles, or you can also take it on the Victoria Clipper, too. So Oh, that's right. I forgot can, about that. Yeah. So if you don't want to take your car, but you want to be a little bit more mobile, um, you can definitely take your bike over or pack your rollerblades, whichever. That would be super fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would actually be awesome to go rollerblading all over the island because they have really good bike paths and they're really well paved. Except, you know what though? The the part of the trail that's that actually goes through Saanich, remember it has all those boardwalks. And oh it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that would be for blading. Mm, not so much. But 
that's a great idea, and I think that we should actually do that next time without the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the winery that you were thinking of that's in Saanich, that is um, Roost Vineyard Bistro. Um, so it's got the, their own wine label as well as a really great farm-to-table restaurant. So oh, it was a great restaurant. There's a lot of great farm-to-table stuff in Victoria, which we'll talk about in a different podcast. Literally, we could talk about Victoria for absolutely ever. Um, I've got a couple more quick things to talk about. We talked about um, you could take the seaplane from Seattle or Vic- Vancouver. You can take the Victoria Clipper from Seattle. There's BC ferries that will take you into Sydney from Swasson. Um, and you know what? You can also take the ferry into Nanaimo, which is about another half an hour north. It's another kind of big town. I like Nanaimo bars. I wonder if those are actually from Nanaimo. That would be a wonderful thing for you to research for our next episode. Um, so, yeah, you can go that way. You can take Washington State Ferry from Anacortes and go through the San Juan Islands. Um, passenger Ferry from Vancouver. That's the last one. I knew I was missing one. So there is another. It's it's kind of like the Victoria Clipper. It is a walk-on passenger ferry that goes from downtown um, Vancouver to Victoria. So the company that does that, um, of course, you can do BC ferries from the other side. But um, the company that does the ferry that goes from Vancouver, it's the, called V to V. That's V, the number two V. And they do day trips. They do just, you know, transit going in between the two cities. Um, It is a pretty cool way to um, get over to Victoria from Vancouver if you are doing kind of like a Pacific Northwest um, trip. Like if you came across the continent on the train or something like that, it's an easy way for you to do that. And, um, you know, like I said, it can be a day trip or it can be something where you book your passage, spend a night or two in Victoria and then go back. So it is a long, um, a long boat ride. It's a little over three hours to get in between Victoria and Vancouver by boat. So, um, you know, just kind of plan that, that it's, um, a dedicated day, (laughs) but you know, options for everybody. So was there anything else that you want to talk about with, in terms of like planning for Victoria and is like transportation? Oh, you know what? I didn't mention one other thing. There's also an airport in Victoria. Oh, yeah. I assume there was. Yeah. Separate from the marina. Yeah. So, yeah. You can actually fly a regular airplane. Land on tarmac. Yeah. Land on tarmac. Go to airport like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we haven't done that, so we have no experience. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it depends on where you're coming from. Um, You know, so for us, it's really simple. We've got great options. Yeah. But I guess if you're coming from, like, Calgary or something... Yeah, might be easier to just fly right on in yeah. to Victoria. Or they could take the Rocky Mountaineer across Banff and then end in Vancouver and then take the cool V to V three-hour boat ride. Again, you've got options. Yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> anyways, so those are all the different ways that you can get to Victoria. Um, lots to consider if you are planning a trip. We recommend at least two nights. Do you think two is good or do you can do Victoria in a weekend and be completely satisfied? Yeah. But also, I mean, we could happily spend four or five days. I think that's the longest we've spent was four nights. Yeah. yeah. Either way is fine. Yeah. I mean, there's, you're never going to be there. 
So it's a pretty, see, it's a pretty cool place, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, um, anywhere from two to four nights or even more is definitely what we would recommend. Um, just one night, if you really just have to squeeze it in is fine, but at least two is really ideal. Or even a day trip's great. Even a day trip's great. I know we're just like whittling down the amount of time you need, but in reality, a couple days. And then if you actually want to explore more of Vancouver Island and like go to like Gold Creek or Tofino, then that's, that's something else that we haven't got to do as a family. So we'll have, maybe we can do that this summer. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up for our episode about getting to Victoria and getting to Vancouver Island. I know there's a lot of options, kind of a weird episode, but I think have it's your helpful. passport, have your passport. Just, yes, I think that's a great call. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Next time we're going to be chatting about hotels, restaurants, all that stuff. And then um, watch for another podcast episode with the kids giving their recommendations. Watch for that. Keep your eyes peeled. Or listen. <laughs> well, no, you watch for it and then, you'll, then you can li- listen. And as a side note, um, if you want, you can download our episodes off of iTunes, off of Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. We are on all of those or directly from the website at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye, guys. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be a guest on the Two Travel Dads podcast or would like to sponsor it, go ahead and visit us at bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash two T D work.